And so this Lenten season has been like no other. But friends, let's hang in there. Let's hang in there. We can be assured of this, that Jesus, the Lord Jesus, is with us. We are not alone. The Lord Jesus is with us. Lenten greetings from the Cathedral of St. Mary of the Assumption. Again, thank you for joining me once again. I hope and pray that your Lenten journey has gone well and has been very fruitful. Um, we find ourselves right at the, at the end of this Lenten season. And I know it hasn't been easy as we move through these challenging times um, in, in our country and really around the world. And obviously we have all been affected by the coronavirus. You know, many people are worried and concerned. This is a normal human reaction I think to the unknown, you know, we have never been here before. And so this Lenten season has been like no other. But friends, let's hang in there. Let's hang in there. We can be assured of this, that Jesus, the Lord Jesus is with us. We are not alone. The Lord Jesus is with us. But now we are about to begin this holiest week of the church year. Obviously, this will be a very different year for us. But I think we also have to remember that there are many graces of the seasons yet to be received for those who remain in this posture of prayer and reflection. And because of the coronavirus, it's important that we continue to intensify our spiritual practices. It's really important that we remain with Jesus during this holiest week of the church year. You know, this Holy Week is significant for all Christians and for all Christian communities. It's a week like no other in the church year. So this Holy Week is meant to be different for all of us. And I would say this year even more so. You and I, we are invited to pause this week in a very intentional way and to enter into what I would like to call a love story. This profound story of love. And because this week revolves around a story, actually it's not a story, but a reality that is holy, it deserves to be kept holy, to be kept differently, to be lived differently, to be lived in a very intentional way. So as we know, Holy Week today begins with Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday is not about ancient history, something that happened 2,000 years ago. What we celebrate today is not just something that is symbolic of what happened a long time ago. I would suggest it's about the here and now. This week is holy because it derives its meaning from the profound love of God poured out to us from his heart. Now I want you to use your imagination. Use your imagination, allow yourself to imagine you know, actually, in your heart, allow yourself to experience love poured out from the heart of God. Just think about that. Ask for it. Seek it. Let it sink in. This is why this week is holy. The heart of the Father, the heart of God the Father is on display in the person of His Son. You know, we all know Jesus to be the face of the Father's mercy. All of his words, all of his actions, in fact, his entire person reveals the mercy and love of God. And so this is why you and I are invited to walk with him this week, every step of the way, all the way to Calvary.
Today, on Palm Sunday, we experience a day of passing triumph as Jesus enters this great city of Jerusalem. As we hear in the readings, you know, crowds of people are spreading their cloaks on the road. They're throwing what we believe to be palm branches on the road and they're crying out and saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. This is a day of triumph, but it's passing triumph. I want to take a look at the word Hosanna for a moment. You know, in the Old Testament, in Psalm 118, the root word was more like an urgent cry for help. Hosanna is a, is a Hebrew word which means, O Lord, grant salvation, save us. But in Matthew's Gospel, that invocation had become an acclamation of jubilation and welcome as Jesus comes through the gates into the city of Jerusalem. But a week from now, another day of triumph will take place, though this one will be lasting and eternal in nature. Palm Sunday joyfully acclaims Christ our King, but soon this King will be drawn into the sufferings that he would have to endure in this week. So you and I are invited to walk with Jesus as he, was, well, he, as he will be um, confronted with the slanders and insults and the snares and the betrayals and this unjust judgment, the blows, the scourging, the crown of, the crown of thorns, and lastly, the way of the cross leading to his crucifixion or really his execution. And throughout this week, there will be an extraordinary mixture of human pain, of sorrow and fear, something experienced by all of us in some way. We all have that experience. In fact, we're experiencing it right now with the coronavirus crisis. So in some sense, this story is really our story. So I would encourage you this week to take time to bring out your Bibles and read the passion narratives, read, read the passion stories, read them with your families, and walk with Jesus to Jerusalem as an individual, but as a family. Yes, we all know the story very well. And sometimes, you know, Sometimes I think familiarity causes us to kind of gloss over the depth of what is conveyed in this life of the Son of God. Let's not let this happen during this Holy Week, especially in the midst of this crisis in our country and our world. You know, each time we re-enter the story, there's so much more to glean, so much more to learn about Jesus, about the Father's love, and about ourselves. So to be taken where we have not yet allowed ourselves to go before is what the Lord desires for each of us throughout this week. This is precisely why this Holy Week is important for each of us. This Holy Week is our story. It's our story of redemption. In our moments of weakness, our moments of short-sightedness and failure, in these days of crisis, we should not lose hope, but rather realize our need for God's mercy, forgiveness, and grace, allowing us to renew our commitment to follow Jesus. Therefore, my friends, you and I, we are invited to pause this week in a very intentional way and enter into this profound story of love. 
Let us put aside all of our gadgets, all those things in our lives and take a break from social media, music, televisions, from all the noise that surround us each and every day and enter into some silence and fasting and prayer. Let's take a fast perhaps from all those things so that we can be with Jesus. So take time for more prayer, to be with Jesus in a very personal, intimate and intentional way. Because the Lord speaks to us in the silence. And if we enter into the silence, I promise you, we will not regret it. So friends, in conclusion, this week should be like, should not be like any other week. Let us all be with Jesus in this mystery of his suffering and death, which is also the mystery of our own lives. Jesus emptied himself and took the form of a slave for all of us. It was what we call in Greek his kenosis. He emptied himself. He emptied himself for us. Perhaps we can use this week to enter into our own kenosis, our own self-emptying love, so that we can share it with Jesus. He is inviting us to stay with him. He's inviting us to walk with him and to let him reveal his love for us. As I said earlier, there's much more to glean, much more to learn about Jesus, about the Father's love, about ourselves. To be taken where we have not allowed ourselves to go before is what the Lord desires for each of us throughout this week. This is our invitation to this Holy Week. So how can anyone say no to this? So friends, be assured of my prayers for all of you. God bless you and have a beautiful Holy Week.